Up next on Central Parish Radio's podcast is a ministration from RCCG Central Parish, Abuja. Do listen and please send a feedback to info at centralparishradio.org. Hallelujah. Somebody wave your hands and give thanks for his overwhelming love for all God is doing in your life. Bless his name, bless his name. Amen. Now, I will tell you this, and then you will still bless God one more time. Yesterday, I saw the obituary of a sister. She was here before she was transferred to Calabar, Sister Noe. I didn't even know she had died since April. She's been here for, she left Abuja about 15 years for Calabar, thereabouts. And as I was just pondering, because I remember when I had my first son, she played a very vital role. We live in the same environment. Then as I was thinking, there's this gospel artist, Big Bolaji in Ibadan. I just heard him singing, and he made one statement, which had been confirmed during the workers' meeting. Each time he wants to lead people to praise, he will speak in Yoruba and said, the God that did not make you go mental. You remember the topic of this morning. Now, I look at it. Can a, somebody is complaining he has no job. Can a madman go for employment? And how about somebody that is blind? I don't know. Even if that person is alive, what does he feel to be blind and living? I'd like you to close your eyes and just look unto God as your heart, everything within him, bless his name. I don't know how you want to appreciate him. I don't know the things that is yet to happen. But can't you thank him that you are not mad? You are not on the streets. Each time you go on the road, you see madman, naked, or whatever form. What crosses your heart? Bless this God that did not let you go mad. This God that does not allow you to go blind. Appreciate him. Father, we bless you. Lord, we worship you. Yes, thank you, Lord. I won't trade you for silver and gold. From the beginning, you are the love of my life. Say you are, you are the hope that I give you. Say you mean, you mean, oh,
Father, you are everything to us. We worship you. We glorify you. We magnify you. Thank you for your breath in us. Thank you we are among of the living. Thank you because we are not mad on the streets. Thank you because we are not blind. Thank you because we are not lame. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father, for everything. Blessed be your holy name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Our Father and our God, the hour for your word has come. We ask you breathe upon your word. And let it minister life unto your children. In the precious name of Jesus. Holy Spirit divine, without you we can do nothing. We ask that by your power, minister through us in the name of Jesus. Let the heavens be opened. Let there be a release of unction upon the speaker and the hearers. Help us not just to be hearers of your word, but to be doers of it. So that on the last day in your kingdom, when the trumpet will sound and Jesus will come, the same words we hear from time to time will not stand against us in judgment. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to give thanks to the Almighty God for the privilege to stand before us today to bring the word of life. I also want to appreciate our Father and the Lord also for this privilege. I'm sure we all know that that the CEO is with that the geo. Hallelujah. That the CEO is with that the geo on the assignment. And somebody said to me today, ah, that geo is not here. I said G O D is here. That is the God of that the Jew is here. Shout hallelujah. Now we know that our Father and the Lord has declared this whole month for a teaching on fruitfulness in line with the vision of that the Jew for what he called Vision 2032, that is trying to raise 40 million souls into RCCG by the year 2032. And in line with that vision, a series of teachings have been given that should be taught in almost all our, in all RCCG churches. And then the one I've been assigned to take today is titled Divinely Chosen. Tell your neighbor you are divinely chosen. Divinely chosen. Uh, take our text from John chapter 15 and verse 16. John chapter 15 and verse 16. It says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Now this is the word of the Lord to us. God speaking, saying to us that we didn't choose God. It is God that did what? He's the one that has chosen you. That's why we said you are divinely chosen. It's God that chose you. 
It's not any man that chose you. It's God that chose you. If you go also to Jeremiah chapter 1, quickly open with me to Jeremiah chapter 1. Let me establish these two scriptures that we're going to the main body of the teaching. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. God speaking to Jeremiah in that verse, he said, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And he said, And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctify thee, meaning I set you apart. I sanctify thee and ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. Now from these two scriptures, you will see what God is doing there in the lives of every man. He said to Jeremiah, before you, were, before you were formed in the belly, I knew you. So even you and I, before you came forth at all, God knew you. He set you aside. There is an ordination. If you see the two verses, you see that word ordination coming. It says, and ordained you. So it's not until you go to camp and then oil is poured on you that is ordination. As you are coming, every child, every man, every woman that is born on earth carries an ordination from heaven. Meaning that, I mean, if you look at that Jeremiah, he says, before you were formed in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. There's an ordination you also brought. There is an assignment God has set you apart to do on earth. And I pray for you that you will not miss that in the precious name of Jesus. Now, in every generation, God chooses men. He gave people assignments at different times. He gave Moses the assignment of leading the children of Israel out from Egypt. That is Moses' ordination. That is his God-given assignment. He gave to um, Joshua to lead the children of Israel into the promised land that the Lord has divided unto them. That is Joshua's ordination. He also did give to Paul. He says he chose Paul to reveal the mysteries of Christ to the Gentiles. However, in this generation, he has chosen you and I to bear fruits, following that, our scriptural text. Since God has chosen us, that we should go and bear fruits. So every one of us has a calling. I've observed that each time people hear calling, they say, ah, God didn't call me. It's only <laughs> pastor or that you're there, me, he call. No, everyone has a calling. You need to find your calling. And that is where you can operate in God. And that is where your stardom is hidden. Yes, you may be a medical doctor. You may be a banker. You may be working in government. You may be working in any field. There is, so you have to be conscious of the fact that you are living for God. You need to understand why has God placed me wherever you find yourself. You need to look. You need to understand it. And that is where it's not every man that is called to the pulpit. And that you are not called to the pulpit does not mean you cannot do assignment for God. God has a master agenda. 
And that is to reconcile the entire world to himself. And you have a role to play. You need to find your place. Jesus came and he did his part. He died on the cross. And even before then, he raised disciples. He said unto them, As the Father has sent me, so also I'm doing what? I'm sending you. Now those ones fulfill their part. They fulfill their mandate. That is why today, you and I are also in the church. Now it's your own time. It's your turn. You also need, because if the disciples or the apostles of then fail to reach out, fail to obey the mandate of Christ, maybe we'll still be doing all manners of, you know those traditions. You see, be killing tortoise. The Lord will deliver everyone that is still remaining there in the name of Jesus. So quickly, we will look at a few sub-headlines. What does it mean to bear fruit? We will look at that. Then we look at why should you bear fruit. We are also going to look at the blessings of bearing fruit. Then we look at, fourthly, how... Can you bear fruit? So I will rush through this outline so that we have little time because we want to close on time so that everyone can get prepared for the day out with the God of the Jew. So what does it mean to bear fruit? Of course, we have been taught in the series of the week that you can bear fruit in many areas of life. You can bear fruit biologically, that is, giving birth is bearing fruit. Financially, you can, you, can, you can bear fruit that is being profitable in whatever you do. Mentally, you can be profitable, excelling in your mind and doing great. You can be. But for the purpose of our teaching this morning, we want to look at bearing fruit to mean so winning. That is, each time we say bearing fruit, as far as this teaching is concerned, we are talking about soul winning. I'd like you to know that God did not save you to come and sit in the church. That is not the purpose of God for saving you. You are saved to also join the army of the Lord and reach out to the unsaved. Essentially, I've often told us that God did not call us to church to come and be attender. You don't just attend church. You must be a part of the church. You must be a part of what God is doing through his church. I pray that the Lord will give us this understanding in Jesus' name. Now let's quickly look again at why should you bear fruit. I have three, strong, three reasons here. I'll quickly run through them. Number one, you are chosen by God to bear fruit. Bearing fruit is simply living your destiny. You saw it from that text. You didn't choose God. God chose you. Let me tell you. Do you know there are many people out there, your friends, even among our families, that are still not saved? I don't know why, if you do think of it, why has God chosen you? Why, why are you saved? Salvation is free for all men. I remember a friend told me one time, shortly after I gave my life to Christ, I was very zealous and I was trying to reach out to him. <laughs> DG. And as I was talking to the guy, he said, I should cool down. 
since your time. Ah ah. Smoney, is it not you? Is it not you? Okay, why last year? Why that time? Why didn't you say you are born again? And I didn't know much scripture. I didn't. I was just like he began to preach to me. So me too was like. Ah. <laughs> he said, "Why didn't you give your life to Christ?" He was telling me some, showing me some parts. So why didn't you say this is your time? My time will come, and I thank God His time has come because <laughs> it's now in the Lord. But you know that was error. For him to be saying, the Bible says salvation is when? It's now. God forbid so many other people have lost their lives. I pray that we will not lose our lives. I will not live life. You know, a lot of people live life. They don't achieve their purpose. You know, somebody just thinks you are born, you are growing, you went to primary school, secondary school, university, you graduate, you, are, you got a good job. At the end of the day, what? What are you doing for God? I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Now, number two, being fruitful is God's commandment and blessing to you when we were created. Genesis 1, you know, 26 to 28, you know what is there? After God formed man, and the Bible says, and God blessed them. Yes, and God said, let us make man in our meaning, that's our likeness, let them have dominion. Go to the next verse. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him male, female. He created them, verse 28. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. So it's a commandment. It's a commandment. Don't just take it lightly. God has said, Be fruitful. Yes, we have said there are many areas of your life you need to be fruitful. But most importantly to God, in the area of soul winning, don't just sit down there. Please reach out and fulfill God's mandate for your life in Jesus' name. Number three, you are carrying God's spirit. So you are empowered to bear fruit. As a believer, as a born-again child, baptized in the Holy Ghost, the spirit of God is in you. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. So as you are connected to Christ, the spirit of Christ is in you, and that spirit in you is expected to help you to bear fruits for God. I pray you will manifest that in the name of Jesus. Now let's quickly also look at the blessings of fruit bearing. What are the blessings of fruit bearing? Number one, a fruit, fruit bearer will assess a strange level of wisdom that will produce supernatural and extraordinary results. If you, are a, if, you are, if you are a fruit bearer, there's, there's, there's this wisdom of God. Let's quickly see Proverbs 11 verse 30. Proverbs 11 verse 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth soul is what? Is wise. If you are a soul winner, that is what the Bible calls you. And when you are wise, you are operating in the wisdom of, in, of the Lord, you will do exploits. That will be your testimony in Jesus' name. A second blessing of fruit bearing. It says, a fruit bearer will shine as stars forever. Stardom is your destiny if you are a fruit bearer. And like I said to us from the beginning, don't just look at it as if 
Are you saying I'm an evangelist? What I'm saying is, wherever God has placed you, reach out. Be a God's ambassador. Be somebody that is talking about God, talking about Jesus, leading people to God. And that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. The third one for that is blessing. Is a fruit bearer has the devils and demons subject to him. He has control over demons and over the powers of darkness. Let's quickly see Luke 10 and verse 37. Luke 10, 37. The Bible says, Luke 10, 37. 37. Luke chapter 10, verse 37. He says, No. Let's see Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemies, and they shall by any means hurt you. So, when you are a fruit bearer, if you are going after souls, part of the empowerment of God upon your life is that you have been empowered. Don't forget in that place, he said you will cast out devils. And that is the authority in God. That is the delegation Jesus has given unto you. That anywhere you go, you are representing him. Whatever you say becomes it. Many of us, we are here to be operating that. And that means you are under, you are, you are not maximizing your potentials in Christ. It's nothing to be, they should be the one afraid of you. You should appear where they are planning evil for you. And they turn, they get, they become mad. They get confused. Say, look at him. He has come. They will be shaken. Until one of them will say, sorry, oh, sorry, oh, it's not you. We are not planning for you. It happened to me sometime. My father had a church in his compound in the hometown, a white garment church. As soon as I left the school of missions, I took some of my friends. We went there, we prayed, and I told the Alagba to move out. And God accepted and one early morning, because he also lives, he has his own apartment behind the church. I saw him. I didn't even know. I was just taking a prayer walk. And he was shouting, Nee, it's not you. It's not you. I didn't come here because of you. He was carrying, you know, like this T-junction. So I didn't, I just saw him trying to say, Carol, good morning, no. He started talking. I didn't come here because of you. It's not you that, and he started running. Honestly speaking, he started running with his white uh, sultana. Started running. I hope he didn't fall down and broke his head because I didn't even know when he returned to the house. Hallelujah. So you are, when you are, a part of your blessing is that you become a terror to the kingdom of darkness. Now let's quickly look at how can you bear fruit. And then we close. How can you bear fruit? You know, we have talked about what God created you to do. That is when you are... Now, the way you can do it is, number one, to decide and be determined to start. Maybe you have not realized it before. Maybe you just enjoy coming to church every Sunday. But now you are hearing it again. 
You may have been hearing it, but you never took it to heart. You never gave it a thought. You never gave it consideration. But I'm reminding you today that the reason why you are saved is that, you know, we use that word bearing fruit for soul winning. So if you yourself have become a fruit, you are supposed to also bear more fruits for God. So you have to be determined about it. Everywhere you go. See, there's always a way. You don't need to carry big Bible. You don't need to just anywhere you go. The many times I've been speaking to some people. You say, are you a pastor? Because I didn't appear as pastor. I just appear as a child of God. Every conversation, I want to bring God. The God factor into it. So they are saying something, you know. You are listening to them. Maybe you are traveling. They are saying all their own. You will just be hearing them. And that will be the occasion to just come in and introduce God. It's not you that will say, listen to me. You are going to hell. Hell is... Mm-mm. The same wahala they are talking about, you will provide solution to them in Christ. And they will begin to say, uh-huh. this man, the way you are talking, are you a pastor? Mm-mm. I didn't carry label of pastor on my head. I'm just a child of God. Hallelujah. So, you need to be determined. Number two, reach out to someone within your circle of influence. You have to reach out to among your peer group, among your family, your relation, even at work, in the office, in the market, in the business place. There's always people God has put within your circle of influence. You know, I mentioned my dad earlier, and I also said this about him concerning this thing. You see, we were, the family were Catholics. Dad, they packed some of them and threw in a, there's one canal on Western Avenue near face to face. That I remember, even as a child, I remember 1973 or 74 was when he joined them. They went to throw those things away. So he believed, because they used to call their church, that is the last boat of salvation. Now, I discovered anybody that comes to my father for help, <laughs> you, are, you must wear that white. No, that's how he does. Once you come, he has one tailor. He says, Josiah. Once he tells you to go and see Josiah, the next time you are appearing before my father, you are wearing sutana because your, your kind of sutana will depend on how Josiah, if Josiah look at his well, he will give you China. If he sees you that, ah, he will so certain, all those sick. It's Josiah that will determine the, the kind of sutana. And all he needs to tell my dad is the how much. Honestly speaking, he used, and if you make mistake, come and ask him for something. Mostly Muslim, Christian, Juju people, you will end up wearing that clothes. Even when I gave my life to Christ, I still look at those people. They have now grown superior, holy, no power, nothing. And they are still there. And I try to be doing another conversion. So that's why sometimes you need to tell God to bless you. You know, money is... Uh, why is this said in your cocaine? He used that his own time. It's not as if, but if you just need his help, he will first introduce you. You know, this thing happens now. Have you not seen people even on the other side too? Somebody come and say, Shabir, I've been telling you. Why are you still sitting there? 
come, let's show you the way. Come, let's take you to the place. And that is what he knows. I told you, I saw them pack juju. You know, he's a, he's a Jebu prince. So they don't joke. They always feel, even in the church, Catholic church, they have Christ the King Association. All of them, when we, they wear all those big, abandoned, long chain, something is inside their pocket. I'm telling you, something is inside their pocket. And they are church members. Even the bishop, one time I went to visit him, I saw somebody come. I think I took my CV to him. And I didn't know who the people were waiting in the reception together. By the time I took my papers, I didn't know how Agbo, Kiniko, I said, ah, what has this gone to do with bishop? But that is their own. They say tradition and uh, religion. They are not separating it. That is no religion. But Christ tells you is the only way. Nothing. You don't add. Nothing is added. Nothing is removed. Jesus is just the way. And you know, that's why I pity most of us because there are no much thing other than accepting it to your life. So, you walk into church, you just walk. I did they hung like a head of uh, something there, dripping blood. When you want to enter, you enter with respect. No, you enter with caution. You won't. Uh, but because it's in your heart, the Holy Spirit is in your heart. Nothing to scare you. Nothing to, even if Russia say go there, say go there. You, can you dare that with Kekreau? Kekreau tell you, sit down there. You, you, you will kneel down, sir. Boy, see, somebody say, thank you, Jesus. You are delivered in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So use your influence. Are you in government? Use your influence. They are talking, you know, we will be complaining. One election just went now. Say we, every time, we say, God, remove them. God, remove them. The people that we do, put them. And when you get there, what do you do? What do you do? Are you representing him? Are you becoming the light? Because it is when your own light shines. They say, ah, this politician is very good. He's, you know, and then if you are giving room, we say, God, send a David. Is God going to mold a new David? The David is, is, is here. The David is not going to be newborn. No David will come from Jew or Israel. You are the David. So it's for you to rise and go and represent God well. I pray God will give us understanding in Jesus' name. Now, let me just quickly run the next two. I said, use your social media platforms to share the good, the goodness of Jesus. Use tracts, use flyers. You don't need to know how to preach. Just Joe is in town. Invite somebody. Even if you think you cannot preach. Except God is not doing something good in your life. Come and see that Lord is good. Come and see that Lord is good. There is nothing he cannot do. Come and see that Lord. That is all you need to tell somebody. You bring them. To God's presence. Then they will encounter God. Just do something. Don't sit down there. Don't just be enjoying you are a Christian. Christian by mouth. You are not a Christian until you begin to do the things that Jesus has sent you. 
in your own way, no matter how little. Even your house girl in your house is sent to you by God if she's not born again. It's the reason why she's in your house. Some people will come to church. They cannot bring house girl. Because house girl can't sit in the same car with them. And you say you are a Christian. You are a foul. You are not a Christian. Yes, you are not a Christian. Because everyone God brings your way, use. I mean, you can imagine somebody you are paying. He will easily hear you than listen to an outsider. Show him the light of God in you. Then you are winning people to God. Hallelujah. Well, I think the time I'm given is gone. So, you know, we can't preach everything one day now. <laughs> Hallelujah. So rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Celebrate Jesus. Say, Father, help me to fulfill your purpose for my life. Help me, O oh Lord, to fulfill your purpose for my life. Don't let me live a wasted life. A life that is not productive for your kingdom. A life that is not attracting men unto God. Pray that prayer, pray that prayer, brethren. Pray that prayer, pray that prayer. In Jesus' precious name we are praying. Now this other prayer is, is it that thing I said casually about my dad? Honestly speaking, I'm sure, check very well. If you say you are a Christian, and the people you, that are still out there that are not in God, you are the one needing their help. You want to come to church. You go and meet somebody that slept with a woman to knock his door, to give you transport. I don't know what light you are shining. I don't know if you understand. But there are people you left in the world also when you came to Christ. They are watching you. They are waiting. What is it about your life that you want us to come and get? So you will cry to God this morning and say, Father, all that I need to help me stand out for you, all that will make my life an attraction to unbelievers, Father, begin to do it. Father, begin to do it. Do your miracle. Do your wonders in my life. That the world will not ask, where is the God I say I'm serving? That I can have something to show to people to come unto you. Father, bless me, bless me, heal me, deliver me, cry unto him. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Now, if you are in church, there's no time to call you out. If you have not given your life to Christ, that means you are not yet a fruit. So you can't even bear fruit. You can't get the blessings of a fruit bearer. I pray that you walk your way to the minister's room after the service. And finally, for every one of us, even if you are a fruit bearer, Jesus says you bear more fruit. You remember that parable of somebody that has been in church and the, the vineyard, the owner of the vineyard was putting manure, doing everything for that, thing, that person to grow. And that person began, refused to bear fruit. The owner said, go and cut it away. It's not useful. I'd like you to cry to God, Father, I'll not be a castaway. In your kingdom, there is danger in not bearing fruit. Lord, don't make me a castaway. Father, don't cast me away. Let me not be cut out from you. 
In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In the name of God the Father. In the name of God the Son. In the name of God the Holy Ghost. If you believe God, shout a living hallelujah. We hope you were blessed by this podcast. You can send feedback and inquiries to Central Parish Radio at gmail.com. Do subscribe to receive notification of new episodes. Thank you.